Welcome to Authentic Energy, a podcast dedicated to getting to the bottom of what it means to be your true, authentic self at work. I am your host, Wendy Brand. Let's take this learning journey together as I meet with guests weekly. Whether you are a leader or individual contributor, a teacher or a nurse, we'll share conversations and stories that highlight meaningful connections, self-awareness, a sense of belonging, and all the components necessary to create a workplace where you can show up in your authentic energy. Welcome back to the Authentic Energy Podcast. I am your host, Wendy Brand, and welcome to Season 2. I have no guests today. It is just me. We've got some great guests, though, in the coming weeks. I've got my first male guest. I've got another author coming on, another series scheduled with Whitney. But today, it's me. And it might seem an unlikely time to have it season two after only seven months, but the podcast is evolving. As you know, if you've been listening for a while, I left my corporate job in October of 2022. I was burnt to a crisp. I haven't talked much about even how I left, the day I left, uh, because honestly, I'm a little embarrassed. I was so burned out. It's not how I would have liked to have left. But I have learned so much now over the past almost year, and I've done a lot of introspective work. And this podcast has evolved too. I started out really wanting to hear other women's stories, women that I viewed as successful and had managed to stay in the game without burning out. I wanted to hear their stories because I wanted to figure out where I had gone so wrong. But almost every guest that I brought on had a story of how they had lived through burnout or were on the brink themselves. And I realized that the issue is way more prevalent than I understood. And that while not everyone talks about it, it's a very real thing. I've learned that there is the individual's role in burnout, that things like self-care, setting boundaries, using your voice can help with and could have helped me. And then there's the organization's responsibility, which includes implementing programs and processes to help with workload balance and to help the environment, and also how our leaders lead. Because burnout, as we learned last week on the episode with MH, if you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it this week. Burnout is not in the individual. It is in the individual's relationship with their workplace. So it's through my introspective work and what I've learned in hosting the podcast that I've discovered my passion for helping individuals and leaders connect with their authentic energy in the workplace. And I'm so excited that now the consulting work that I'm doing through WMB Coaching and Consulting is exactly that. And so I'm creating season two of Authentic Energy to also align with this passion. Possessing a sustainable energy that comes from being aligned with your values, your passion, and your sense of purpose really is the definition of authentic energy. And if you are aligned in those things, aligned with your values, with a sense of purpose, finding your passion, if you're aligned with those things individually, you can thrive as a professional in your personal life. And if you learn how to nurture that in others, you can become a phenomenal leader. So the topic of this episode is awareness. So I'm a change management nerd. I have a background in organizational change management. I have a certification from ProSci. If you're not familiar with it, um, it's the ADKAR methodology, A-D-K-A-R. And basically, um, it's taking you, it's how to take 
someone through a change curve or an organization through the change curve. And ADCAR stands for awareness, desire, knowledge, ability, and reinforcement. So in order to go through a change successfully, an individual or an organization has to have awareness of the change or an awareness of the need to change. Once that awareness is there, you then have to have the desire to change. So you can be aware that a change is needed, but you are not going to be, can't be bothered with it, right? Um, Because it's going to cause too much pain or too much disruption. So it's having the awareness, then having the desire, then the knowledge of how to go through that change, the ability and skills needed on the other side of that change, and reinforcement. So doing something one time does not make us who we are. We are what we do all the time. So that reinforcement or doing things over and over again really solidifies that change. So the awareness piece here is where I want to focus. I wish I would have had the awareness of the two things I'm going to talk to you about when I was in the workplace. I don't think people have to leave. As a matter of fact, That's why I'm so passionate about this work is I want to help people find a way to become more aware so that they can be in control and find ways to thrive in a workplace, even if it's toxic, even amidst chaos, and be in control of how they feel in those situations. And if they want to leave, great, but that they don't have to. So according to a job openings and labor turnover survey data uh, that was issued in February of this year in in 2023 is where we are, um, that report showed that in 2021, 47.8 million employees quit their job. This was the great resignation. Everyone where I worked was talking about it. And when we got into 2022, they were like, okay, it's over. People are over it. COVID's over. So, you know, back to normal. False. So I said that in 2021, 47.8 million employees quit their job. In 2022, 50.5 million quit their jobs. And if you are one of those people considering quitting your job, here is what I want you to know. Just because you leave the workplace does not mean that the burnout symptoms will go away, never to return again. Which brings me to my first point. Be aware of your saboteurs. Yes, it's in your relationship with the workplace, but if you have bills to pay like the rest of us, you have to work. Even if it's at home, working for yourself like I am, I'll tell you what did not change for me at first was my personality, the beliefs that I have about what it means to be successful, the hyperachiever, which can be a saboteur that tells me that you must work hard, do all the things. Since I left my job 11 months ago, I have completed an intensive coaching certification program, started a podcast, hosted a retreat, created and executed a six-week online group coaching program, became a certified partner with DISC. About halfway in, I had to check myself and force myself to start doing all the things that I had committed to doing once I quit my job. All of the you know, going for a walk every morning, doing the workouts, eating the healthy food. I was back to just being so focused on work. It's in my DNA and there's nothing wrong with that, but we just have to be aware. And the saboteur that is just as strong as my hyperachiever 
is called restlessness. It likes to hop from one thing to another for the thrill. It doesn't finish what it starts. The grass is always greener on the other side. And that saboteur does not want me to be happy and content where I am today. The hyperachiever and restlessness saboteurs are part of what caused me to burn out. And it did not go away again once I stepped out of that corporate office. They are part of my personality and what I need to be aware of to make impactful change in myself. There's actually 10 saboteurs. I'm going to give you a link in the show notes to learn a little bit more about it, but I'll just tell you that, um, and this is through a, a program called Positive Intelligence that I went through. Um, so there's a judge. That's the main saboteur. And then its accomplices are the avoider, controller, hyperachiever, hyperrational, hypervigilant, the pleaser, restless, the stickler, and victim. So again, if you're interested in learning more about these saboteurs, you can visit uh, positiveintelligence.com forward slash saboteurs. I'll put that in the show notes. There's a little uh, assessment that you can take that'll tell you your top saboteurs. We all have them. Um, but regardless of what label you put on it, check yourself. What beliefs do you have about success and are they true? Go back and listen to the Seed Series with Whitney Conservic and I. It's all about changing your mind, that cognitive reframing. And it's possible to find joy wherever you are, whatever you are doing. And so I challenge you right now to think about beliefs or thoughts that might be tripping you up, creating unwanted anxiety and stress and having you believe something that may not be true. Question everything. So once you understand your saboteurs, it's time to look at your values. We looked at values in our seed series, and there's a worksheet you can access on my website, wmbcoaching.com forward slash values assessment. I'll put it in the show notes. But you guys, at this age, I turned 52 this month. Uh, This is the first time I've really started paying attention to my values, like having them on a sticky note at my computer and referencing them before I make any big decisions. Um, it reminds me of an organization that I was a part of that the core values, like they were on a shirt. Yes. They were on the walls. Yes. But we were living and breathing them. And you never had to guess what was important to that organization or to that leader because we were living our core values. And as individuals, it's really important to do the same. So take the values assessment. Um, I'll tell you how it showed up for me recently. So I've identified my top uh, five values I'll tell you related to the story. Two of them are adventure and continuous learning. And so when I left my job in October, this is the second time I had burned out in my career. I've talked a little bit about the first time when I was a single mother in a town where I had no support, um, no family, no friends. And I had taken a vice president role really for the money and the title, which is what you do when you're young and ambitious. And there's nothing wrong with that except when you disregard your values. And at the time, one of my core values was being the best mother that I could, especially being a single mother. My values were in raising my baby boy, and that job required nights and weekends of me, and it did not align with my values. It did not align with me being the parent that I wanted to be. It caused so much stress and anxiety in me that I was so happy to leave. And actually, I took a data entry job, like an hourly paid job. I moved back home with my family, with my parents, uh, took an hourly job, 
just to do something mindless and get that stress out of my system. Um, I just didn't want that pressure. So recently, um, since I've left my job, I'm building out my uh, consulting business and an opportunity came up for a vice president of HR role in corporate. And I immediately got this sense of anxiety and stress in my gut. Like I could feel it in my body. And I reached out to my coach and uh, let her know what was going on. It would be great money. It would put me back at the VP level, vice president, but it would require a move to another city. And just the thought of it, I could feel it in my body, the stress. And so I questioned, was it something that I wanted or was it the restlessness, tired of trying to build my own thing, the bright, shiny object of of something new, the grass is always greener. And so my coach helped me to come up with a phrase that I could say, to myself that incorporated my values to check my gut. So I mentioned that two of my values are adventure and continuous learning. And I believe that everything is about the journey. For me to be happy wherever I am, I needed to realize that I am learning in my adventure right now. And so that was the phrase that we created. And I repeated it to myself a few times throughout the day, several times actually throughout the day. I've now written it on a sticky paper, uh, sticky note at my desk. I am learning in my adventure right now. And I was calm and at peace and felt like whatever Steve and I decided or whatever that organization decided was my fate with that role, I was fine because I am living in my adventure. I am learning in my adventure right now. And I'm happy to say I'm sticking with my current jam and I am learning in my adventure right now. So if you're feeling overwhelmed at home, at work, in relationships, I just encourage you to make some time. And I know that's easier said than done. I remember those days in corporate, back-to-back calls. Um, But you know what? I was in a position where I could create my schedule and I should have blocked out more personal time, time in between meetings to take a breath. But what I'm talking about right now is really taking some time to do a values assessment, take the saboteurs survey, and learn a little more about yourself Even if you're 52 or 22, it doesn't matter. It's never too late. It's never too early. The environment that we live in is always going to have stressors, but we can choose how we handle our situations and what type of energy we bring to the room. Starting with understanding those thoughts that sabotage you and the core values that are at the root of what brings you joy and passion are the first step of awareness and uncovering your authentic energy. Thank you so much for listening. If you have enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or go on and like it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you are listening. Have a great week.